Hello everyone. Welcome back and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate. With Jeff and his team, closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff will be discussing what makes great listing agents different than the rest. Now, let's hear from Jeff. When I was kind of collecting my thoughts around this session, before I get into the, the nuts and bolts and tactics, I really wanted to start off with, all right, like if you were to answer this question, and I'm gonna answer it for you in a minute, what makes great listing agents tick? Like that, 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 to me, I'm fascinated by that. Like what, what makes for a great listing agent, a top performing listing agent? What is it that they do differently than the rest? What is in their mindset? What is in their habits? What is in their skill level? And so what I'm super excited about this next portion is I'm gonna be answering that question. What is it that makes a top producing listing agent different than the rest? And so I'm going to go probably for a good 50 minutes or so on that. And then once we get through that, and I don't even know if I'll get through all the points in this session. Of course, we'll cover it in the next one if I don't. But then we've got a great interview lined up with someone who checks off most, if not all, of those boxes. And so whenever we put together panels or one-on-one interviews, I always, just so you know, it's not just a, hey, you know, who, who, who do you think we should have on stage? You know, let's, let's, let's just submit a bunch of names. No, I, I look at, okay... What is the topic of the event and what are we trying to help our audience do? And then who out there is doing it at a high level in a a manner that fits the theme of the event? And so today's one-on-one interview and, of course, the panel later this afternoon check off all of these boxes. Of course, combined, they check them all, but they're all in a position to pour into you and help you live the unreal life you want to live through becoming a great listing agent. Now, I also want to throw something out there because I know we have a lot of agents in the room. Whether you're labeled a buyer's agent or not, please understand, when I say being a great listing agent, I'm not saying this doesn't mean you're working with, this means you're not working with buyers anymore. I'm not saying that. I actually believe, and and people are surprised to hear this, that, you know, for myself personally, I still do anywhere from 20 to 24 buyer transactions a year myself. So that means I'm doing buyer consultations and offer consultations and all the same things that you're doing. I'm just not showing any homes. And so I'm not saying to throw away your buyer business and become a great listing agent. I am saying there are things you can put into place to where you don't have to spend a ton of time with buyers and still have success with buyers. And of course, we teach those and you'll hear about those in the breakouts for those of you that wanna hear more about that. So this afternoon, we've got a great, great, a lot of good topics in store and we're gonna jump into the conversation around and I wrote down what are the differences, what are the traits, what are the characteristics, what are the habits, what are the skills of top producing listing agents. I identified, by the way, there's probably 50 of them But if there's must-haves, like if there was a must-have list, I came up with 13. So when I look at the entire skill level of great producing listing agents, and I mean, I'm talking agents that take 7, 10, 12, 15 listings a month, agents on teams or with teams that are taking 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 listings per month, what is it that they're doing differently? I've identified 13, and I'll share those with you now. So I wrote down, Skills, traits, and habits 
of great listing agents. Number one, ready? A great listing agent has the ability to make whoever they are talking to feel like the only person in the room. A great listing agent has the ability to make whoever they're talking to feel like the only person in the room. See, a lot of agents that are potentially on their way to becoming great listing agents think that the clients, you know, want, well, they want me to be busy, don't they? So, like, it's okay if I'm, you know, a few minutes late. I was busy with a client. Like, don't they want a busy agent? No. Honestly, if they had it their way, they'd be your only client if it were up to them. And so, by the way, these are not in any particular order, but this is an important one because when you become a listing agent, I don't want you to get that, that sense of importance or that aura that some listing agents in, in our markets, you know, they, they behave and become that. Your, cli your clients don't want that. Every single client has these four letters on their forehead. I learned this early on in my journey as becoming a great listing agent. M-M-F-I. M-M-F-I. What does that stand for? Make me feel important. So every single time I'm on a listing appointment, my job is not about me, not to talk about me, not to talk about our company, until they ask me what it is we do differently. That's them giving you permission to talk about your company or what you do differently. Outside of that, my job is to make them feel like they're my only client. So how do we do that? I wrote down a skill every strong listing agent possesses is the ability to make whoever they're talking to feel important. How do they do this? We do this by asking questions, listening to their answer, and asking a deeper question. Asking questions, listening to their answer, and asking deeper questions. I've done this for years with our agents, and I'll show you a simple illustration on this. And that is when you look at the questions on the scripts, okay? Because most scripts have anywhere from 10 to 15 different questions, whatever it is. But let's just say, moving forward, when you see question number one, question number two, question number three, question number four. And by the way, when we get to the live listening presentation on Wednesday, you're definitely going to see this. Whatever this says here, before you go down to number two, there's going to be a 1A, because you're going to listen to this answer and you're going to ask another question based off of what they said, not what the script says. So let's just say the question is, where are you moving to? All right. Generally speaking, on a script, the next question would be, how soon would you like to be there? No, no, no. Where are you moving to? What takes you there? How long have you been considering a move there? Who do you know there? Do you have family there? Do you already have a place there? Getting a good conversation going is building rapport, making them feel important. And just when I feel like I've exhausted all the questions on that one, by the way, no more than, you know, one, maybe one A, one B, and one C. All right, so I can go three deep. You've heard me talk about going three deep if you listen to our podcast. I've taught that for years as well. Go three deep on every question before I get to the next question, which now is how soon do you want to be there? That, that's, that, yeah, that spells how soon you want to be there, by the way. How soon do you want to be there? And, and, and the next question might be, um, you know, what, what are you looking for in an agent that you hire? Before I get to that question, I'm going to say, 2A, and how did you happen to pick that timeline? 2B, 
what happens if we don't hit that timeline? To see what's significant about that timeline. I'm asking deeper questions based on whatever their answer was here. And by the way, when you ask this next question, they're going to give you something to ask again because they're not going to be as specific as you'd like them to be. When you follow this process, rapport goes up. What happens when rapport goes up? Conversion goes up. And what happens when conversion goes up? You get more contracts signed. So a great salesperson has the ability to make clients feel like they're their only client. And that, that's tough to do. It actually takes, uh, it almost takes a little bit of wisdom because what happens is you get busy and I know what it's like. I went through it. So I'm, I'm sharing this with you because I failed at this for a period of time. You know, your ego gets in the way. You get a little cocky and arrogant. Are you kidding me? I took 10 listings last month. You know, what, what do you want from me? I was on an appointment and ran late, right? We, you know, you, 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 you cannot have that behavior when you start getting good, all right? I, I, was first, I learned firsthand that that's not the way to operate. A great salesperson has the ability to make whoever they're talking to feel like the only person in the room. That's number one. Number two, a great listing agent, a top listing agent, the best of the best, has the ability to become versatile in all situations. A great listing agent, when I look at the best of the best, man, they can handle anything. Any background, any personality style, any communication style. They're not judging. They're not jumping to conclusions. They're always seeking first to understand. They're able to handle a variety of situations. Well, how do we do this like instantly, Jeff? Like what's, what's the trick to doing this right away? Well, things like matching and mirroring. You know, identifying their rate of speech and matching their rate of speech. Identifying their tonality. Identifying their, their body language and, and being comfortable with their body language and matching their body language to some degree. One of the fastest ways you can build rapport with someone is get them to say this in their head. This name is just like me. This Jeff is just like me. He's got us figured out. This, yes, he gets me. You get them saying, he gets me, you're getting that listing. But it only happens through being able to adapt to them. It's not about you, it's about them. I've been telling audience for years, and you've heard me say this, I actually have four different listing presentations. I have four different listing presentations. Now, I don't have four different scripts. It's the same script. It's just four different styles in which I present. And by the way, on Wednesday, you're going to see a style that might have looked different than the style from 2019. Not just because some of the scripts have been updated, but also because my sellers are of different personality and communication styles. The ability to be versatile in a variety of situations is number two. A great listing agent, a great listing agent number three, has the ability to become an active listener. A great listing agent has the ability to become an active listener, meaning you're not thinking about what you're going to say next, right? Similar to the questions within the questions. You're actively listening to what they're saying. You're not thinking about, oh my gosh, what's that next question on the script? Quick, 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 quick. What's the handler for this? I know we just did a stump the chump. Come on, I know Jeff's got an answer for this. What was the handler? You're not thinking about what you're going to say next. No, instead, you're just listening to understand their perspective. You're listening to understand their position. You're listening to give yourself some information 
to arm you with the tools you need to ask the next great question. Number four, a great listing agent, and this is a tough one, a great listing agent values rejection. A great listing agent values rejection. This is a tough one. There was a, a saying that I had written out for years above my phone. And it said, the more rejection I get, the more money I make. Eight and a half by 11 piece of paper on a Sharpie. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. It reminded me every time I went to pick that bad boy up that I was going to get rejected. It was a guarantee. I pick that up and start dialing, someone's going to reject me. You know, 8 a.m. on Monday, I'm on the phones. The very first person I talk to, the sign is staring me in the face. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. The very first call says, where are you? I'm calling the cops. I'm coming down to find you. I'm going to beat you up. Yes. <laughs> Here comes the money next, right? Because the next call is an appointment set. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. A great listing agent has the ability to accept rejection and the feedback that comes with it and move forward from it. The reason why the, the, uh, the ism, the Gloverism, the more rejection I get, the more money I make, is also because when you get rejected, you get better. And that's the thing. Being a buyer's focused agent, there's not as much rejection that comes with it. Sure, offers don't get accepted and we got to go back and show more homes. Sure, deals fall apart. There's a certain level of rejection in working with buyers. But when I make the decision that I'm going to focus on sellers, I made the decision that I'm going to accept rejection in my business every single day, and I'm totally cool with it. Number five, great listing agents approach every day as a job interview. Great listing agents approach every day as a job interview. Every day. Meaning, great listing agents suit up for what they want every day. You don't dress up for what you have. You dress up for what you want. And if you're going to expect an appointment a day, which, by the way, there, there's so much in the Glover U system that revolves around just getting on an appointment every single day. I mean, if I could sum up, like, one section of our sales system, it's get in front of someone every single day. If you want to sell 100 homes a year, get in front of someone every single day. You want your team to sell 1,000 homes a year? Have 10 agents that get in front of someone every single day. So therefore, we have to suit up and dress up for what we want, not for what we have. The mistake a lot of agents made in the last market, and it's not going to work in this next market, you can't just show up casual all the time and have the mentality of, well, if I get an appointment, you know, I'll go change and I'll go get ready. Think of the difference in your mindset. If you show up dressed professionally every single day, ready to go, don't you think you'll fight a little harder to find someone? Man, I just paid, I paid like $9 to have this thing dry cleaned. i got to get some use out of it. I'll just go door knocking. I'll never forget, it was the end of 07, and some of you heard the story, especially if you're on tour, because we do the little Gloverism activity around the room. We're not going to do that here, but I do want to share for those that haven't heard the story, or if it's been a while. At the end of 07, I hired my first real estate coach. And, you know, you go to enough of these events and you hear panelists and every single person always says, by the way, it's not scripted. We don't have like this, we have a prep call, but never on the prep call do we say, and oh, by the way, if you could somehow weave, 
you know, joining coaching or getting involved into coaching into the talk, that'd be great. No, that doesn't happen. All right? If you've ever been on this stage and, and that was part of the conversation, trust me, you'd hear it. No. Why does everyone say, get a coach or get involved in coaching? Because it's proven. It works. So anyways, at the end of 07, I hire my first real estate coach. And I tell them, after going to an event like this and seeing people up on stage selling 100 plus homes a year, I say to my real estate coach, I want to I sell 100 homes next year. Right? Because you're up there and people are like, did he just, did he just, Troy, did he just say that he sold 100 homes last year? That guy is selling 100 homes? What? No way. Bob, did he, did he just say that? He sold, this, this guy's selling 100 homes? If he can sell 100 homes, I can sell 100 homes. Right? We get that feeling sometimes, don't we? And then what happens? We get back to our office. We're all fired up. And if we got a coach, this is the year. I'm done. I'm done doing 30 deals a year. I'm done doing 50. I'm going to 100. I don't care what it's going to take. So I have this conversation with my coach, and I say, 100's the number, I don't care what you say. Because he actually said to me, Jeff, you did 43 sales last year. What makes you think you're going to go from 43 to 100 in one year? I don't care, it's done, we're doing it. Before you commit to this, Jeff, I want you to take out a clean sheet of paper and write this down. So I did. And oh, by the way, this is the formula for selling 100 homes. Now, this was back in 2007. Now that the market's softening, it, it, it will probably be the formula again. You'll hear why in a second. So he said, write down the number 100. So I did. I said, closings, right? He said, nope, listings sold. I said, why am I writing down 100 listings sold? I just said I wanted to sell 100 homes. That's both buyers and sellers. He said, well, Jeff, you did 43, you did 43 deals last year, right? Uh-huh. He said 38 of them were sellers, and only five of them were buyers. So either you don't like buyers or buyers don't like you. By the way, both of them are still true to this day, by the way. <laughs> Fair. Okay. 100 listings sold. Got it. I said, now what? He said, now you need to write down the number 150. Okay. What does this number represent? Well, Jeff, this number represents the number of listings you need to take in order to have 100 listings sell. Okay. Well, how did you arrive at that? Well, Jeff, you had 38 listings sell. Uh-huh. 55 listings taken to get 38 sold. Oh, that's right, because I tracked my numbers. Everything went in a spreadsheet. So I had to take 55 listings and have 38 sell. So if we carry that math over, it worked out to about 150 listings taken. Now, for those of you that are, let's just say, five years or less in the business, show of hands real high, five years or less in the business, real high, real high, real high. This is for you guys, okay? If you can believe this, there was actually a day. This is a true story. You could take a listing... And it wouldn't sell. Yeah, you, you put a sign in the yard, you know, an ad out there, it's on Zillow, it's all this, and it doesn't sell. We had to do these things. Oh, gosh, it's been a while. Um, price reductions. Yeah, they're coming back, though, aren't they? We remember them now. Darn it, every day we have to do them now. No, so he said, Jeff, you're going to have to take 150 listings to have 100 sell. So good, got it. Are we done? No, 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 we're not done. Now what? Now I want you to write down the number 250. Okay, what does this number represent, James? He said, this number represents the number of appointments you need to go on to have 150 sellers sign with you to get 100 listings sold. Huh? Jeff, I see your numbers in the spreadsheet. You took 55 listings, I know. He said, you went on 86 appointments to get 55 sellers to sign with you. You're not that good. 
okay? So you're going to go see 250 to get 150 to sign with you. 250 appointments to sell 100 homes? That's right. Based on your ratios, that's what it's going to take. Hmm. Okay. Um, this is, by the, by the way, at this point in time, I changed the subject. I started talking about something else. He's like, you don't, you don't want to do 100 deals anymore? No, let's talk about it. He said, okay, there's one more number I want you to write down. He said, write down the number 250 again. Okay, what does this number represent? He said, this number represents the number of days available to work in a calendar year. Okay, well, what do you mean? My calendar says 365. Well, Jeff, if you subtract Sundays, there goes 52. You subtract holidays. You subtract some vacations. I know you love going to real estate conferences, so you subtract those. I know you like Michigan football, so you sub go blue. So you, you subtract those. <laughs> There's about 250 working days. I said, so what do you observe? I said, it looks like I have to go on an appointment a day, don't I? He said, yeah, you sure do. I said, all right, let's do it. He said, we're not done yet. He said, Jeff, we only get a 30-minute call once per week. So I need you to have daily accountability to make sure you do this because going on an appointment every single day is not going to be easy. I said, okay, so then what do you want me to do? He said, well, we have to put a penalty in place, obviously. What's that? He said, well, Jeff, I know how much you love door knocking. Not true. I, anyone besides me despise door knocking? Oh, come on, get your hands up, everyone. You know what, here's what we're going to do. For those of you that didn't raise your hands, this afternoon, between the breakout and the party, we're going to go door knock Traverse City, okay? <laughs> Let's do what he says. By the way, I got a for sale, by, when I get to the for sale, I was out golfing yesterday, and we saw a for sale by owner. We took a picture just to be silly, and uh, Mark George was, was my cart partner. He's, yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> His family's here, that's nice of him. Um, so... Um, he said, well, yeah, that's be cool. You got to do something with that photo or something when you start talking about for sale by owners. I said, no, I got a better one. I'm going to call them. When we get to for sale by owners, I'll just call them. So we'll see if they actually answer. I'll do a live for sale by owner call from the stage. I don't care. Whatever. I can sell anywhere in Michigan. Sorry, Gino. Gino says, don't be coming up to northern Michigan. Anyway, so 250 uh, uh, appointments to go on. And Jeff, if you don't have an appointment to go on, you're going out door knocking for 60 minutes. All I'm asking for is 60 minutes, which wasn't bad because if you think about it, preparing for an appointment, getting ready for the appointment, driving to the appointment, being on the appointment, I mean, I'd be busy for two hours anyways. And so his thought process was, Jeff, if you don't have an appointment to go on, don't be like the rest of the agents and go to happy hour. Be, be like the one of few agents that says, I don't have an appointment to go on, so I'm going to go door knock. I'm at least going to make use of this $9 dry cleaning suit, and I'm going to get a couple uses at the door. So if I didn't go on an appointment today, seriously, what did I accomplish was my mantra. I wrote that out in an eight and a half, eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. I stuck it up by, above my little light switch there. And that was every single day. Now, by the way, this was the end of 07. So fast forward to the end of 08. I went on 246 listing appointments. I took 147 listings, and it was my first year selling 102 homes. And by the way, no, don't worry. That math works. So for those of you that are like, all right, I want to do, I want to sell 100. That math will work in this market. Market softens, you're probably going to have to, if you want to sell 100 listings, you're probably going to have to take 130 to 150 listings to sell 100. And then work the math backwards. Figure out how many, how many contacts you need to make, how many leads you need to have, how many appointments you need to set, because not every appointment set is going to be a met. We'll talk about that later 
in the event. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.